Hello, my little strangelings. On this podcast, I discuss the world's folklore, myths, legends, and superstitions. I explore what these stories meant to the cultures that shared them, the different uses of lore in our modern day entertainment, and the history of it all. Welcome to Folklore Friday. Listener discretion is advised. Not all material is suitable for children. Consider this to have a general PG-13 rating. In every episode description, there are links to the topics discussed and minute markers of when we discuss the topics. So you can skip right to the creepy goods. Enjoy. Welcome to episode one. Full disclosure, I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) So my goal is for this podcast to be half reviews of entertainment that involve folklore, meaning literature, movies, television shows, and maybe some songs. And the other half to be the history of lore. So my goal is to right now work through pilot episodes of TV shows that have folkloric elements. So this first one is a review of the recent show Roswell, New Mexico, which is kind of exciting. Okay, this is a reboot of the 1999 show, which I actually really, really liked. And I am reviewing it with some of my friends that I met at community college. Yes, 30 year olds taking classes. Super good for the (laughs) self-esteem. And we will be doing a review of the show through Facebook time and we'll see how this goes this we've done a couple episodes by this time this is my kind of editorials note and i'm not gonna lie this first one is a little rough but forgive me i didn't know what i was doing and they were great sports in wanting to do it with me and really i'm just trying to entertain myself during quarantine because well not a lot to do so i hope you like it and forgive me my flaws all right here's episode one. Okay, ladies. Okay, let's do it. All right. First, can I get everyone to introduce themselves? Because I'm recording now. I'm Faye. What? <laughs> okay. 18. Aspiring gummy bear and professional hockey player. <laughs> Hockey player, obviously. I love it. Cool. That's all I am. <laughs> cool. Okay, I'm Tyra. I'm also 18. Um, and I don't know what I want to be. So that's my life. Me too. I'm just kidding. Wow, I feel that. <laughs> all right, I am Megan, your host, and we all met in a geology class. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, it doesn't need to be discussed. Quite an awful geology class. And we bonded. One day. We bonded at the front right table desk. Yeah. (laughs) And our professor separated us. I know. Everyone was so quiet. Everyone was so quiet. Yeah. And so, the majority of class being straight white dudes. That's true. Coming in and sitting at every other table except ours on the first day. (laughs) (laughs) And we're just like, 
I was like, cool. We just started talking. I remember like, sitting down because I was like, oh my God, I don't know anybody other than like one person. And that was Rebecca. So I was just like, okay, I'm just going to latch myself onto her. I'm just going to sit wherever she sits. Uh-huh. And I was like, cool, I'll just sit here. And then like in came, I think Megan came in first. And I was like, she seems nice. I hope she sits here. And she did. And I was like, cool. But then I saw Faye and I was like, she seems, actually, I didn't think you, I didn't think I was going to like you at all. Like, oh, you look really? like one of those girls from high school that I just disliked immensely. <laughs>
these are wheels. Yeah, something. We all mentioned it because it was like right when you sit down, you're like, oh, something is different. Yeah, it was like awkward silence type thing, and then like somebody just said something, and then we were and then it, and then we were off to the races, and it and was then great. we just started talking all the time, and then it was it yeah. was nonstop. It was nonstop. It was and great. Our lovely teacher <laughs> had to uh, make us like divide our table group. Assigned OG seats. Group that had been formed was was no separated. And he it even said it's because he this table it. has a lot yeah, of personality. Said, yeah. <laughs> so like, this oh table needs a lot of personality that needs spreading around. And we yeah. were so like sad. <laughs> so sad. I was like, it. I feel so targeted. Yeah. And this like, has wow. nothing to do with like academics. It's like yeah. purely based on like social things. And it's not like class. we talk like in the middle of class or anything. Like no. that. It's not like we like interrupted him like talk, talking about like whatever. Like we just we talked in the first 20 minutes so he didn't do shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so true. He would sit no, there exactly. and like plan out his lesson for the first half hour and we're like, I'm sorry, am I just supposed to sit here silent like everyone else? No, thank you. I don't know what's going on like, in their heads but no. I'm a naturally <laughs> social, outgoing person. I'm not just yeah. gonna like pretend I'm not sitting right next to somebody yeah same same here and oh my gosh okay let's just revisit that for a second do you remember when two weeks ago our biggest concern was that bernie (laughs) (laughs) and now the world was like everything is closed (laughs) no one go outside okay so for um, context sake. So we were in the class and together and was it two weeks? Two weeks ago, it was announced that school was on, in in-person classes were canceled. So everything went to online. Everything went to quarantine. And because me and Tyra and Faye and also a couple other guys from class that hopefully we'll get on the podcast later, because we've been in con in um, contact three times a week, it was just really easy to stay in contact. And this crazy thing happened. And so it's just been nice to be able to talk to you ladies. Like it's been, oh, yeah. it's been so nice. And it feels like we've gone through this strange thing together. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, like, yeah. And they have already agreed. a strange class. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've we bonded. Class to incredibly crazy. That just such a like, weird ass class. Yeah. And oh my God, I caught it. you caught it. She's throwing food I up in the air and catching it in her mouth. But they, they the came over eat, like pick up me just like <laughs> No, no, I can't hear it. No, but they came over, so Tyra, they and a couple other people came over to my condo to study and I'm so glad that they did because that was probably the last socialization I'm gonna get for a few months. <laughs> for a couple months. I had to sneak out of my house. Yeah. They had to sneak out of her house because her parents didn't want her to catch the coronavirus. So they're very they're very on top of yeah. the rules. And I following their rules but making my own at the same time. <laughs> it's like a complicated process. I don't know why that was so funny to me. <laughs> Alright, cool. Well that is our introduction. So today, so what I thought was a good idea and they agreed is that we're gonna keep ourselves sane during this quarantine and we are gonna keep in contact and we're gonna watch shows and then comment on them together. <laughs> Woo! Woo! 
Okay, quick editorial note. Originally, me, Tyra, and Faye watched the first episode of Roswell together through FaceTime. And as I was editing it, I realized how confusing that was for you listeners. And so we called each other up again the next day and we did a full review of Roswell. So this, so that first clip you heard is when we decided to watch it together with the audio. It was very annoying um, to listen back to. And then the second bit of, which is the majority of the episode, is us calling each other back the next day and then doing a review of the show Roswell. So, I hope you enjoy. The CW takes the OG show from 1999 off the shelf, dusts it off, changes the originally teenage characters into young adults, adds some diversity, and mixes in an updated, politically charged undertone. The description reads, Liz Orteca reluctantly returns to her hometown of Roswell, New Mexico, and reconnects with Max Evans, her teenage crush. Liz soon discovers something shocking about Max. The politics of fear and hatred in Roswell threaten to expose Max and his family. What will she do? A review from Vulture magazine reads, This is a pilot that serves up all the sexy alien romance and small town drama Roswell fans will want, alongside some smart commentary about fear, bigotry, and otherness. On Rotten Tomatoes, Roswell has an 83% audience score. Tell us, do you agree? I'm Megan. Who's next? I'm Faye. <laughs> and I'm Tyra. I thought you were going to like say something else. Yeah, oh, that's, why, that's why there's that awkward yeah. pause. I, didn't, I don't know. I'm still I'm new Megan. at this. I'm Megan. I'm the know. host of the podcast. Welcome. Yeah. Do I sound like that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we are doing this via FaceTime because it is quarantine. So we are practicing social distancing while still having a social life. So we watched the show Roswell, New Mexico, which is a reboot of the show Roswell from 1999. Oh my God, it was 20 years ago. <laughs> like, I watched that show. I wasn't in- even born. I was also not born. Well, that's something for the listeners. There's a 12 year gap between me and these ladies. <laughs> but <laughs> we're still friends. <laughs> but what's in, what I what I think would be fun for this podcast is sometimes when I watch shows I really want to have the younger perspective because I know how I'm interpreting it as someone that's older and kind of grew up in a different generation. But I know that a lot of these shows are kind of trying to gear towards a certain population so they're trying to make it good for someone my age but also someone your guys's age and so i'm like no that's definitely the demographic yeah yeah so this is so this is exciting because there's been so many times where i'm like what would somebody that was like 18 think about this right here and so i'm excited to have like so i got two of them i know it's great you got us. <laughs> i got you babe Young. i got you babe <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I'm shaking my kombucha. 
That's okay. Oh my God, that's such a wow. Um, Typical thing to say. I'm shaking my kombucha. <laughs> hey, if you don't shake it, it's kind of nasty. It's just Which funny. It's <laughs> the typical thing to say. You know? Well, for like, you know. For kombucha oh, drinkers. <laughs> white girl. I have never had kombucha before. Really? I I don't know what it is. Well, maybe you just stare at because, well, you're not white. <laughs> so no, I'm not. So. <laughs> yeah, so you're just stereotyping me. <laughs> no, I was the one that I did see, that. I didn't actually I just went, it. I've never had it. <laughs> no, people make fun of me, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I no, like it's kombucha. really healthy. Let me see. Okay, so the show opens up with a spaceship crash landing in the desert, and there's a little, you know, like little text on the screen. It says Roswell, New Mexico, 1947, which was the infamous crash of an uh, unidentified object. We see remnants. UFO. I know. We see remnants of the crash and military men bewildered on the scene, taking it all in. And then it flashes forward to present day and a desert scene, and it's Liz driving home. Hi, editor's note. Please forgive that noise in the background. It's Faye eating her dinner. And so it's the sound of her spoon hitting the bowl. And I promise that won't be in the next one. Thanks. So we learn she doesn't want to be going back home, but she has to. And as she's driving home, there's... A checkpoint and so there's a bunch of border patrols there's cops and they're stopping all traffic and we see um border patrol kind of arresting a hispanic man and load loading him into the back of the border of a border patrol suv so we can assume that they're looking for illegal aliens yeah. get it illegal aliens, yeah, illegal aliens. Yep. Uh-huh. yeah so that commentary wow. they hit you boom like it's, first it's very much like like right out the gate you can just tell it's like that's what they're doing i like it because it's not just thrown in there for diversity in new mexico there's probably a lot of hispanics i liked about it i like the fact that like it wasn't like just thrown in it was kind of like it makes sense that people in new mexico would be you know like it makes sense for the state that it's in you know like it wouldn't be like if they're doing like something about like washington or something they wouldn't be having like you know Egyptians or like French people. (laughs) So it makes sense for what they're trying to portray. Yeah. Faye, what were you laughing at, Faye? (laughs) I was just trying to think of someone I've never met. I've never met a French person yes. and I've never met anyone from Egypt. <laughs> so, like, yes. This, it feels less like a, it feels very planned and they thought it out and they were trying to make a political statement, which is really good. Okay. So, Liz. And since apparent older version, the female lead was white. So, yes, that is true. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So, anytime I bring up a character, I'm going to compare who played it originally. Sherry Appleby. She was so freaking adorable. Adorable. Speaking. I know. I saw the. I saw it. Like I watched the episode. Like, oh, good. So. This. Okay, good. Like half of it. I watched like half of it. First half is the best. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, it was. It was. It felt like the very beginning felt. It felt different. Actually, it was good. That I. I like the changes that they made. Like they made. Yeah. No, it was good. It wasn't like exactly the same. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of that actress, she directs this show. Isn't that cool? Really? Yeah. That's so cool. 
the, yeah i like i found because i was like looking at it because there's i want to like know I, I should probably research the show a little bit more before but i just happened to like look her up and then it was like uh-huh. sherry appleby is excited to be directing returning to roswell's story but now is she she's directing actually caucasian though now now i now i'm looking it up because i read her because she kind of does look like so it. she's jewish so there's, oh, there's that there that's so what it is that. that's like that makes sense because she's pretty white looking but you're like there might be something there might be something there might be nothing there yeah okay let's see hold on a second oh my god Brenda, oh her, i did not her father oh. is Jewish descendant, and her mother, who is from Israel, is of Moroccan Jewish background. So, okay. Okay, so she's not that white. <laughs> yeah. She's not that white. She's not that white, but she looks, but if you... you no, know, but like the majority of the characters on the show are... Are white. Even are white. Sheriff Valenti is a white guy, and that is a very Hispanic name. Yeah, <laughs> like, white yeah. man and there's one guy that plays like an indian looking guy and he doesn't look indian like <laughs> he just has long hair and they're like okay yeah so that's nice so they make her so let's keep affirming stereotypes yeah so liz orteca is hispanic and that actress is hispanic so okay so would she yeah so now sherry appleby like uh she directs and she had some really good things to say she said that when they did her show it was very based in high school all the characters were teenagers and it was more a metaphor of feeling like an alien when you're growing up you just feel different and you feel like an outsider and there's not really a place to fit in so it's describing adolescence but this is more politically charged and she said she is happy with the changes because in this world like where we're at right now teenagers are are going to be talking about politics much more than say 20 years ago like when she did the show because it's much more current they're they're talking about it their friends might be going you know having issues like that and so or themselves and so she's happy with the changes and it's so cool there's like pictures of her like directing like the current liz and i was like this is so like makes me happy Okay, so going back to the story, Liz is flagged down by a cop and she rolls her eyes and then she just starts she just starts going off. And while she's like digging in her purse, she's just like talking a mile a minute by the time the cop gets to her window. So without even looking at him, she goes, So you let the Jones, I'm not saying it. So you let the Jones and the Jenners through, but you're going to stop the Latina and tell me this is just a DWI checkpoint. And the whole time he's trying to get her attention. He says, ma'am, she goes, I know Roswell is well past the mile marker zone, Vato. And Vato is like... Um, it, it it depends on how you say it. It can mean with a with B like B A T O. It's like dude or man, but vato it can also mean it can be like vulgar like prick. So, which is definitely what she was. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what she meant. The latter. <laughs> that's what that meant. And then she says, um, I will have the ACLU so far up your. You'll be reciting the Tenth Circuit Venzer Castillo verdict in your sleep. And I didn't know what any of that was, so... But it was great, though. Like, the way that she just, like, went at him. I was like, wow. I would never talk to a cop like that. I'd be too scared. Never. (laughs) I might be snarky, but I would never say, I'm going to put something far up your... That would never come out of yeah, my mouth. No. <laughs> like, 
I might say that's an odd question or, Mm -hmm. you know, but so the ACLU is the American Civil Liberties Union. And then the 10th Circuit case, um, Venzer Castillo versus the U.S., that was interesting because it's a case that went to the Supreme Court. Essentially, a Border Patrol officer pulled over a car more than 20 miles or so away from the border. And although the car had five undocumented passengers, it was basically thrown out because it was out of his jurisdiction, so to speak. Because the law is Border Patrol... From what I understand, and anyone can, after after we post this podcast, if I'm not correct, then let me know. The Border Patrol is supposed to stay within 50 miles, but they were 200 plus miles away from the border. And so that kind of is like, at that point, it's not really in their jurisdiction. So it was thrown out, and which wow. is great. So that's so... I mean, she's quoting all of this saying, I know that's my so rights. That's cool. I really like that. That's really, yeah, that's really yeah. cool that they, like, put that in there. Yeah, they, like, they like, did their homework. Like, real things that have actually happened. Like, that's really. Yeah, it's really all, fun. it's all very current. And then later on, um, she mentions, mentions something about the wall being built. And I remember. Which the, I was like. I know, I right? Like, the first time that I watched it, because I, like, I didn't have, like, subtitles on, but then uh-huh. I re watched it, like, by myself, and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. That's, like, wow. they're just, like, saying That's, it. They just go, they just go for it. Yeah, they go for it. I com- love that. Completely, which I thought was really, it was really yeah, good. It was really, really current. Cool. And I think they're using art as a way to talk about the things. And so, um, anyway, so they're definitely setting up a cultural like divide or just a cultural climate. They're, they're setting up a, a world, I guess, where that makes sense. So, yeah. And the tension of it, I think is, is good. And I like that it's from her perspective because, okay. So, so it continues on. Um, cause later we meet her father. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but we meet her father and we, find out that he's undocumented but because she was born here she is legal and i don't know i know like five families like that where somebody is not legal and so i like that they're putting this in her perspective because it's something that i don't think is shown too often and even uh like even people i know that are like yeah the wall i'm like you don't actually know anyone who that's going to affect do you and they're because their perspective is oh they're taking our jobs or they're doing this and it's like do you know that i'm sure you know someone in your life that isn't that is undocumented and they're not like that and in this particular show he built his diner so he's not taking anything in fact he's offering jobs to all like the the cooks and the waiters and so he's exactly the type of individual to portray because in my experience most of the people i know are like that like they're just good people that were trying to escape something exactly yeah i thought that was really well done like the way they like like put his character out there i was like i was very surprised like i was very like happy with the way that they did that i was very happy with the way that they like portrayed that because same with me like i know quite a lot of people who you know have family members who are undocumented and it's very much like a lot of them are just, are just like that and you know from past shows that i've watched it's very much like the the other way that they do it you know they show like people like taking away jobs or like not actually like you know so it's very cool mm-hmm. that they did it that way like, or like i really like that part 
or yeah. gangs. They'll yeah. show like gang violence. Yeah, like a lot of gang I'm like, that's usually what people are running away from when they come here. Um, exactly. Wow, we're gonna have no Republican fans on this podcast. <laughs> that's okay. Not okay. <laughs> but I mean, it's not to be political. But yeah, but. It's the topic, <laughs> you know. It's, it's, it's true. Your show. Like, like, kind of setting it up that way, yeah. To to, to have those yeah. conversations about exactly, and I think that that's good. I really, I think it's bold, and I think. I think 20 years ago, this wasn't a part of the conversation. And I think 20 years yeah. ago, if they wanted to do something like this, networks would have been like, nope, we can't afford to be controversial like that. And But now they can. And I think it's yeah. great. Uh-huh. Okay. So. I mean, more normalized. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think that that's good. Okay. So then, so we're back to the story. So Liz finally recognizes the cop and then we meet Max Evans. Um, where is their dialogue? I pulled it up. Okay. And basically we find out that she is back and that it's been 10 years. And then we get this nice little flashback <laughs> of them in high school. The funniest thing ever. I just find it so funny <laughs> that the younger self, they look the same. They <laughs> just have like a backward baseball cap. And I don't know why, but it's the funniest thing to me. Just like, that's how you know. Like that's, that right there just shows the whole thing. He's younger now, you know? Yeah. I just find that, I just find that so funny the way that they did that. Baseball cap and a backpack. And she had yeah, like, that was it. Her hair was even the same length. She just had like different <laughs> lipstick and like no eyeliner on. I'm and like, then, okay. And you that's see like, them like that's smiling. Not realistic. I know. No one looks that good in high school. Yeah. I know. <laughs> They're like fully Which like late twenties. Later. They're like fully mature. The casting of this movie is wow. I mean, not movie of this TV show mm-hmm. is just but we'll talk about that later just well i think how about anytime we're introduced to a character we can talk about that actor so like about that actor. Okay. yeah so liz what is her name i don't know her name i mean mason oh that's right she looks like she could kick some like she's so pretty she's so strong like i don't if you keep watching the show there's some you, you see her like running and stuff and anytime she wears like a skirt in one episode and she's got these meaty calves like she just looks like she works out like she's you know sometimes when like you yeah. see like a really thin person like even on the vampire diaries um you know what's her name you know her name Faye. Elena. Yeah, Elena? but what's the actress? Um, oh, Nina Dobrev. Yeah, yeah like she's she's definitely like in shape and and she looks yeah. like she eats well, but her legs are tiny, like they are tiny, tiny. But then this chick, she looks buff, like <laughs> just like she just looks like I how I wish I looked if I worked out because even if I work out, I'm not gonna look like that. Yeah, yeah. So I think she, that's good casting, and then Max is pretty handsome. I don't know. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's pretty handsome. He's handsome. He's got he's got good hair. He's pretty handsome. He's pretty handsome. He's pretty handsome. He's played by Nathan Carson. I've never even heard of before. I don't think I've ever. Oh yes, you have. Show with this guy. Yes, you have. Oh my god, the original. Yes. How did I? He was. He was. Well, about that. I looked at him again, and I was like, "Wait, no, I do know who this guy is." He was Jackson. Also, but honestly, him, like the new Max Evans, and then the one like from the original one, they look mm-hmm. pretty. Like it's pretty similar casting. Like they look, you know, just like basic white guys. Sorry yeah. to say. Yeah. <laughs> so they look like. 
But um, Kyrie's like, I need some chocolate. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, get me some young Idris Elba up in here. <laughs> I would watch a show with him. Ugh. Bro, love him. He's I agree. very handsome, I agree. and he's aging so well. Or Mike, or Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we watched um. Black Panther the other night and oh Chris's so favorite line is like I waited my whole life for this like he says it like <laughs> like after we saw it he said it like every day for like a week <laughs> and then when it came on I couldn't even like I just started laughing because the line is ruined for me <laughs> okay so we both are they're both handsome yeah they're, they're, they're both handsome we yeah. could have done with Max and Isabel and Mike not being white but it's still it's still a good I think it's still pretty varied okay where are we okay so then they they recognize each other we get the flashback okay I <laughs> this I pulled from the article from vulgar Ma- vulgar vulgar magazine <laughs> vulture, ah, vulture. <laughs> that's very different meaning oh that's good okay this is so funny. I think it's a bit much how he wrote it, but I like it. He goes, her fury dissipates when she realizes the cop as Max Evans, her high school almost sweetheart, who's pulling her over just for a busted taillight. They're both too paralyzed by the weight of unresolved feelings to have much of wow. a conversation. <laughs> he gets better. Wow. He goes, that is such a CW. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> he gets better. He goes, you're finally back. Max manages like he's been counting off each day since Liz left town with an X scratched into his wall. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my God. It makes him sound that's like... That's kind of scary. And that's not... I mean, like, that's not how he was I mean, at all. Like, he's very much in love with her. Just, like, from the very start, you can just tell that he's very much, like... Happy. Girl, one back. that got away, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very true. And so... So yeah, he pulls her over and they have the little flashback. And let's be let's be clear, she was making the same amount as intense eye contact. Oh yeah, go. What was that? (laughs) Okay, so then next the sheriff comes over, um, and he's like, Oh, she she, woman, lady sheriff, says, Oh, is there a problem? And he goes, Oh, hey Liz, oh, you here for the reunion? And she realizes Realizes she didn't even know the reunion was this weekend, but she just came to visit her dad. So Sheriff Valenti is a Hispanic woman, and in the original, it was a white oh, so man. Cool. Yeah, so that's, that's really cool. And then that is. I like, how, I like how in the original his last name was Valenti, even though he looks very white. I know. Like, I, I find that fascinating. I don't understand why. Like, if you're just have him be Smith or Jones or Fisher <laughs> it's or something. Called whitewashing, folks. It's like I don't. Yeah. That never made sense. So it was refreshing to see this, like, woman who was in in charge of the police station, who was also Hispanic, which that's got to suck. I mean, if you think if you're like a Hispanic cop and you have to deal with Border Patrol, that would be really hard because it's like those are your people. Ugh, that's weird. Okay, so the next scene is the Crashdown Diner, and it's an alien-themed diner, and we see a podcast guy who's just going off as we're seeing the town. Liz decides to talk to him, and she kind of eggs him on and says, you really think aliens are after America? His response, it's the greatest country in the galaxy, which... 
come on. <laughs> like, I'm too like political about it. You know? Yes. It's so I'm like, have you? Okay. Have we been have everywhere you, in the galaxy? I, I know. Have you been around just like here? He's like, fucking <laughs> galaxy, dude. That's, I know. Like, bigger than the Earth. I know. It's crazy. It, it, this is so. I didn't realize this when I watched it with you guys, but when I watched it again, I was like, that is so smart. What she says. She goes, "Are you?" He asks her if she's a believer, and she says, "Yes." That's why I'm in Roswell. My great grandpa was impregnated by an alien here. And he goes, wait, your grandfather? And she goes, yes, abducted, probed ever since then. Only men in my family carry the children. (laughs) (laughs) It's so stupid. It's funny. And then her dad comes in and he says, Liz, what have I told you about toying with the customers? Huh? Months I carried you, carried you and still you don't listen. And he like holds his stomach when he says it. So he's like following along with her story. It's so funny. <laughs> so they're just egging on this guy. And so while they're at the diner, she looks up at a picture and you can tell that it's like a pamphlet from a funeral. Cause it says in loving memory of Rosa. And we learned that Rosa, her older sister, died because she was driving while under the influence. And there were two other girls in the car that also died. Um, And the dad goes, uh, Liz says that she'll close up, she'll work the rest of the diner shift and says that he should go upstairs to rest. And they have um, like an apartment on top of the cafe. And then we get a callback to the original, which is so great. She wears the iconic teal and white Rachis dress with apron and all and a headband with little silver bouncing antennas which i was really it was as someone that watched the show before i was like oh it looks so good (laughs) yeah it was just it was cute and she's like doing her thing and she gets an order to go and gives it to somebody and says men in black salmon with scully sweet potato fries and extra flying sauce to go which is great (laughs) and everything on the menu is like is themed so she closes the diner and then max comes to the diner and she's like listening to music and she's dancing and he's watching her like a creeper through the window like a creeper bro yeah yeah watching her for like the window and i'm just like okay and the the reason that they did that is because that's a callback from the intro to the original roswell yeah when he like looks at her and like, she turns around. And he she turns around. Yeah. And they look and, at each other through the yeah, window. Exactly. Yeah. So soapy already. It, it, yeah. It, it, oh, it's it is. It's good though. I like. <laughs> I liked it a lot. <laughs> and so then he comes in and they share a milkshake, and and then finally like the story gets ex- interesting. I mean, it's already interesting, but like we get some action and it starts moving because they're talking, they're catching up. There's more eye contact blah 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 but then unfortunately a drive-by shooting happens and they get down but not before liz gets shot so then she's bleeding on the ground and max heals her but i know that you guys want to talk i know tyra you didn't like the way the blood happened it was so fake it was just like lit it just like it looked it was just like it was like 
Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, my blood does not. It, it didn't come out that way, okay? No. That's, that's it, not how blood works. It didn't look like she was bleeding. It looked like it looked it like a blood like, cap that was like yeah. cherry syrup. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or it looked like it looked like juice had been like spilled on her. Also, the blood something. color looked weird. It was like a weird yeah. It didn't look like that's what you're saying. It looked like grape juice. Yeah, it was it was very watery. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. They, yeah, hopefully there won't be a lot of bloody scenes because that was not... <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't good. <laughs> like, comparing it to, like, the original one, which I saw, that part I saw... That looked good. It, it, did, it, it looked better. Which yeah, was, it looked like real blood. Sick. Yeah. She looked like they, they put a little fake wound on her skin, you know, and they took the time to do that. And then when he moved his hand away, it looked like a blood smear, like of actual metallic, uh-huh. like looking, uh-huh. you know, not metallic, like silver, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> iron <laughs> looking yeah. blood. Um, yeah, so let's talk about, okay, and then he... And then he heals her, like complete with funky camera angles, and and you can tell. He's an alien. Whoa! Didn't see that coming. Well, yeah, but like at that point, we still don't know anything. She's just like, "What?" And then he takes ketchup and dumps it on her, and is like, "You're fine. You just fell down and spilled ketchup." Best thing. Yeah. And all the light, all the street lights in the in the street explode when he kills her. Yeah. I I did like that because in the original, it was just like all of a sudden, like she has they like start having like flashbacks to like when she was like a kid or something like that. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was, you know, it kind of it was kind of it was I don't know I kind of thought it was weird. So I liked the like I liked the new one like the way they did it. It was kind of better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I did yeah I liked I liked them both for different reasons. I feel like. I'm going to give props to the reboot for setting the scene, setting the scene, talking about politics and making it very politically charged and, you know, showing that. And they showed the alien crash. That was cool. Yeah. Um, But it was kind of like slow moving because they were trying to put a lot in it. But man, the original was like, the original was like fast. I was like, wow, this is going back. Like, as um, far as a pilot goes, the storytelling was amazing. Yeah, no, storytelling was definitely better in the original one because it just, it was like at a faster pace. Yeah. I the, felt in this one, it was very slow. Mm-hmm. There's a lot and, of eye contact between Liz and well, Max. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I think they could have kind of set up the characters a little better, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think they could have done it quicker because what was what I loved about the first the first one um so the first like two sentences that Liz says in the original is I'm Liz Parker and five days ago I died right there I'm immediately hooked you died what happened how'd you come back you know like you're you're like thinking about it and then you know she's writing in her journal and, and she says and since then it's been very weird and then boom she's at a busy dining and we are like oh, okay she works at a diner she's young those are her co-workers she's given out all these food like oh here's your Will Smith and here's your Sigourney Weaver and I was like that's, that's clever now we know exactly where she is it's like an alien themed thing it's in Roswell and and then we, we it's like there's in the first five minutes there's 
a bunch of information. We find out that she works in that and that she she likes to not hassle, but egg on the people that do believe in aliens because they say, oh, how long have you been here? Have you ever seen anything? And then she pulls out a picture and she's like, don't tell anyone. My grandmother took this picture. And it's like this fake alien picture. And her coworker like rolls her eyes and she's like, why do you egg them on? She's like, oh, because it's fun. And like, and then we find out that Maria, who's also white, says, oh, Max Evans is looking at And she's like, me? No, he's not looking at me. And plus, I'm dating Kyle. Am I? Do I really like him? And it's like information, 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 like yeah. all the way. And then all of a sudden, you know. And it was like, like two minutes. And then yeah. these yeah. two guys start arguing. And he's like, give me my money now. Blah, blah, blah. And then pull out a gun. Everyone in the cafe goes down. And except then, for her. Except know? for her, because she's just standing like, there. What do I do? What do I do now? Yeah. I'd be like, duck and cover, man. And then they struggle and then they shoot. And then Max goes to Liz, but then Michael stops and he goes, Max, don't. You can't. And we're like, can't what? What's he going to do? <laughs> and then he heals her, breaks a ketchup bottle, which was better than what this Max did. He opened the ketchup and he. Yeah, I was like, bro. Yeah, he like broke it. He's like, you broke the ketchup. <laughs> the blood was Broken. real. Yeah, that like, that makes way more sense than just you spilt ketchup. You spilt it on your yeah like how does one squirt ketchup on themselves like exactly. it was like it wasn't like one of those like shake out it was like ones you have to press on to get the ketchup out yeah right? i don't i don't remember so, like, how how does that happen but yeah it was definitely done better in the first because it's like if you saw a broken ketchup bottle and a girl covered in a red substance you'd be like oh i see what happened here and like <laughs> so it's much more set up and and Max tells Maria to go call 911 so that she doesn't see him heal her. And yeah, like Tyra said, she gets all these flashbacks of memories. So already you're like, something is weird. Something's yeah. happening. And it was just all very intriguing. And it was in the first five minutes. Like for yeah. a pilot, that's amazing. It was so good. And then the rest of it, it just moved very quickly. She asked him at school. They were doing like cheek swabs at school she she borrowed his pencil because he was chewing on his pencil and then she sees that his like cells are completely different and i don't know like that was a bang up job and the only part that's cheesy is she's like max what happened and blah 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 and he goes i'm not from here she goes where are you from and then he points to the sky oh my god and she's like up north and then he just points higher like that is like <laughs> it was stupid but it was great like so it was so cheesy I'm it like, kind of tell me what you think it kind of had like a twilight vibe because it was high school and he's yeah. this extraordinary thing but unlike twilight he was never trying you know he didn't have to live off human blood which you know to, to survive and so it was much i don't know anywho yeah so i liked the shooting better in uh in the original but okay so max heals her let's go back to the to the reboot okay and while he's running he's like struggling and then he does like a psychic call to isabel and then we see her 
getting busy with somebody busy with the guy <laughs> yep. that we find out is her husband and then she's like oh I gotta go help I gotta go and he's like what you're leaving me and she's like oh it's just a new thing we're trying I'll be back <laughs> and then she goes to him and she brings him nail polish remover which I'm confused yes but tell me tell me your yeah, thoughts that on that thing was like what that. I was like, what's happening? Why is she bringing him nail polish? Why I was like, is I don't understand how that's it. supposed to like help him. Like, like, I don't understand. Yeah, same. I was very confused by that because they never... Explain it. They never... They didn't explain no. it. Like, they just kind of like... I guess pet peeve in, in my, like, when I'm watching something, movie or TV show, is when, like, a, a character is supernatural or has some sort of power, but it's, like, not, like, the rules are not fully explained mm-hmm. or set up, and and then it's, like, well, why is this happening then? Or they set up rules and then the rules are broken. That pisses me off. Like, that happens so often in, like, DC films. They're, like, constantly breaking up rules that they set up yeah. for certain characters. So I feel like in that context, like, okay, I guess I'm not supposed to know what's happening, but then, like, I, I, it would just make more sense to kind of, like, yeah. set it up. No, I completely agree. Man, you would hate the show Supernatural. They change the rules, like, every season, Constantly. and it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so obnoxious. It's I can't stand annoying. it. And each of the characters... It's like, I want it to make sense. <laughs> yeah. No, so I, comple- I completely agree about the nail polish, and I... I, it was never explained. That's like that thing I talk about exposition to explain what's happening. Mm -hmm. It's vital in a pilot episode. Even when the dad says, oh, well, of course they don't want to remember Rosa because she was drunk driving and she took two girls' lives with her. Boom. Now we know why people don't like Rosa or the Orteca family. And it's also kind of like a difference between like show versus tell. That's true. And I think what makes the most compelling is when they're like, there is some sort of exposition, but it's not just like exposition for the sake of exposition. It's like exposition that makes sense within the plot. Exactly. That can be be done like by each showing. But I think the most like impactful way is through just showing Mm -hmm. or alluding to certain things, which I think that a better job of. Yeah. And and, yeah, because the one my one big beef was it was the nail polish remover because so was that in the original then the, the nail polish remover type thing was that in the original it wasn't what they did which i wish they could do but i read an article and they didn't have the rights to copy everything they uh-huh. would they could only eat something if it was it, um, really spicy so they put Tabasco sauce on everything they'd go through like a bottle of Tabasco sauce with every meal just like go 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 if you, even if it was like a little cracker go 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 but that one makes sense because people already eat Tabasco sauce yeah like the no room was confusing like, yeah was like, because they know. were supposed to be like raised here since they were children but no but they just be like bring a nail polish room yeah what parent <laughs> is gonna like not stop a child from going well I don't know What's this? Like, it's almost similar to like the ketchup bottle, like type of thing. Like they can't fully copy what, oh. what they're 
reboot did, like did, but oh, the original did, but they'll like try to make it like kind of like it, but just different. That's why it was stupid the way he did it. Oh, that makes more sense. And that bugs that bit, that like that bugs me though, because it's like okay, if you're gonna make a reboot and you can't copy it exactly, then just do something completely different. Yeah, just that's do true. Something. Radical. I like, like reboots. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why I don't like re- reboots because they always seem very much like just copies of like the original one. Yeah. Like with slightly. Things and I think different. there's a way to like capture the same essence of a show. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could capture that essence while still having a completely different plot. Like the plot isn't dependent on the feel of the show and like how the cinematography is, how they're setting up characters like that isn't dependent on like what actually happens it's just like the feeling like the costumes the sets yeah you know so i don't necessarily think that that's like essential i guess so i think they could have changed it instead of making it like oh it's kind of like this but i squirted the ketchup water instead of (laughs) breaking the ketchup it's like okay that's so great yeah and and it makes less sense it's like yeah yeah like when when they do something that it okay like changing the characters to some of them being hispanic that is an improvement that makes more sense because they're in roswell new mexico that's an improvement changing putting tabasco sauce on your food versus (laughs) drinking nail polish remover like that doesn't that's 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 not good okay but i have to tell you why they came up with it because there literally is no rhyme or reason. Okay, so this is from an article. It says, when showrunner Karina McKenzie was asked how she came up with nail polish remover, she said, I was like, what's the weirdest thing that's readily available and I can imagine people drinking? Drinking. I literally looked around my room and saw a nail polish remover and was like, that's it. <laughs> and so she said, we have so many bottles of and nail polish. that's pol- screenwriting. I know. That's how you do screenwriting. Isn't that crazy? Wow. So, that's so weird to me. I don't. There really was no rhyme or reason because it just you just can't picture someone, even though they're they're aliens and like they're if they're not taught to drink this substance that would be harmful to like humans, then uh-huh. why did they just think mm, that sounds like a good idea? I don't know. Like, I think they could have picked something that made sense. Like, well, and like she gives it to him, and he likes. He's so like, like, go, 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 go. Like, yeah. Chugs it. I'm like, bro, why? I know it doesn't make any sense, but um, yeah. Anywho, so they get um, so you know what the character of of oh yeah, let's um, Isabel. Isabel. So we, but that's a really short scene with her. But but so what do we think of her casting? Well, I was looking because on the original it's Catherine Hegel. Yeah, Hegel, yeah. Who got the best career out of that group of people? Yeah, Catherine Hegel is awesome. Like she's yeah, still she working big money jobs. <laughs> and then this one, her There's name is Kelly Cowles. Yeah, who I've never heard of before, which I think is going to be for most of these people because I think they're all mostly new. Yeah, 
It's but, <laughs> but they're very much similar. I mean, they just casted another white person. They casted another blonde chick. Another blonde white person, yeah. Like, you mean, you could you could have at least made her, like, a redhead or, you know, a little bit but heavier. Like, they're like, the exact same person. Like, they're literally... That's they're the other thing. They kind of look like, like each other, but... There's no body not. diversity. I know. I always yeah, want... There's no body diversity. I want someone more curvy. I mean, Liz is, like, she's a Latina. Liz is not, like... Yeah, yeah. She's muscular. She's not, like, super, like, slim or anything like that. She's not, like, skinny. Like, Which is people great. People just, like, have this thing about casting attractive people. I know. Like, oh, my God. It's just a thing. Yeah. But, like... Like, I do, I think Isabel plays her character well. Um, she's, like, uptight, and she always looks polished. She's married to a lawyer, so she, like, she plays it very well. Um, yeah. Oh, and I guess we could mention her husband is yeah, not white. Like, yeah, yeah. He is, In uh... one, is he white? She does, I, I think she marries a Hispanic guy, actually, in the original one. Oh, Noah Brackman. Yeah. Bracken? Noah Bracken. What was he? Oh, yeah, he's Indian. But then there's also Rosa, um, Liz's sister, and we see flashbacks of her, and she looks very much like Liz. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I feel like they could be related. And then Liz finds the bullet hole in her uniform, and so she goes to the hospital where she knows a doctor there because they went to high school together, and this is 10 years later, so that's believable that someone could get a medical yeah, degree. Yeah, yeah. And then we meet Kyle, Kyle. Other, otherwise, or best known for his role on Vampire Diaries as Tyler Lockwood. Tyler! love him and I saw I was like oh my god I know that was fun because then we just kept calling him Tyler yeah, he is Tyler he, he is not he is Tyler that is his name okay so what ethnicity do you think he is because I was wrong I th- isn't he just isn't he just white though I thought he was I thought uh-uh. he was Mexican but I don't know if he's he is. fully Mexican like both his, Mexican. his both his parents are Mexican wow he's just very light skinned yeah I think he's very light and so I wonder what that would be like to be hispanic but have like other hispanic people say like you don't understand you're just a white privilege kind of being like um because i'm mixed you know like i'm Mm -hmm. black and white so that's what's kind of that's almost like what that is almost because like i'm not you know black enough to understand like like racism very much or like or what people say you know Mm-hmm. I'm not like, as black as other people who like you know like racism is very much like prominent to them but like but like I'm also not like, fully white either so like there's also like and there's a lot of like white hate against privilege or whatever they say and yeah. there's a lot of listening yeah. like air quotes oh, okay yeah the air quotes over white just to make sure we all know <laughs> well it's like this this girl in the bull type I don't know if you can show say you put your you put your <laughs> You put your drink right in front of the phone. Is that kind of my face now? I think it kind of... Yeah, it's interesting. And you felt like that before, Tyra? Like you can't connect? Yeah, like it's, 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 yeah, because, you know, for, for like the struggles that African American people go through, such as like, you know, racial profiling and like that 
kind of stuff. Like I have, like that's happened to me before, but not mm. to the gr- degree that it's happened to people who are of darker skin than I am, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, and then having that like feeling as though you're not like a part of that community of like people who have like, cause then you feel like you're like, you have like that privilege from being part of like the other mm-hmm. white community as well. Right. So it's just kind of like not feeling a part of like either one of them. Yeah. A lot. Like you're just kind of stuck in the middle that's what what i was describing yeah Yeah, you're not Um, like either one of them you're just kind of a different category yeah like not really with like trying to like figure out like what you are yeah like people yeah which is also kind of shitty too because it's like people just like assume your race or your oh, 100%. ethnicity like, people have assumed that i'm like mexican before people have assumed mm-hmm. that i'm like you know fully white before or people have assumed that I'm like, you know. Why would that people I think you're Mexican? That, like, people have like, been like, my, can I touch your hair? They're like, they like curl my hair, and it's like not actually like, natural. And I just do that because like you can't I curl know. your hair to make it look like that. I don't think. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Like, like I don't think that's possible. And I've never. And I've. I I think. I've never seen a Hispanic with that type of hair. Like, yeah, no, exactly. there's no, I've that been, is but I've been, black like, hair. Multiple times, times I've been, people have asked me if I'm like Mexican, like if I'm like partially Mexican or if I'm like huh. quarter Mexican. I'm like, no, I'm, you know. Your features are not, <laughs> your nose, your, like I'm looking at yeah, you and yeah, I'm like, yeah, exactly. nope, I don't see it. Like, nope, but I don't know. Yeah. So I think that that actor, Michael Trevino, Trevano, how would I say that? Uh, yeah, Trevino. Trevino. Yeah. He probably has dealt with that in his life. And yeah. so I thought it was very apt. Tyler! Because, like, in Vampire Diaries, his mom is white. Like, yeah, exactly. his dad's white, his mom's white. Which and so, like, I, I know bet. That's so true. Which kind of. That was suck for him. Where he's like, weird. I'm not white. Like, <laughs> so. So it's. So the yeah. cop, like, he's Kyle Valenti. So the sheriff is his mom. Mm-hmm. And it's so, his mom. Yeah. So that was probably nice for him to be like, yes, this makes sense. I am Mexican. <laughs> Which is going to confusing for the original one because the original Kyle Valenti played by Nick Weschler? Yeah, I'm not sure how to say that last name. Weschler? Weschler, yeah. His dad is like white and he be looking like he's not white. Yeah, I don't know what he is, but he looks unique. You know what I mean? Unique's the word I use when it's not white. (laughs) Like me. Like, <laughs> you know, sometimes like, white people try to say like, "Oh, well, I'm like Bulgarian," and like, well, because like, I am Bulgarian, but like, but I'm partially, like they're like, "I'm Irish," and I'm, you know, like, like a little bit of Swedish, and and there was a. Do you guys know who? A lot of European, which yeah, like, like you're white, Anglo-Saxon. Have you? Do you guys know who Gabby Hanna is? Like yes. the Gabby yes. show. There was one of her videos that was so funny because it was her watching her first video that she ever posted and she was just commenting on the things that she was saying and she, she was like reading off questions and well some people want to ask what ethnicity I am and she's like um, a little bit of Polish and a little bit of French and she's watching herself and she goes otherwise known as white <laughs> and I was like good for you for calling yourself out like that's exactly yeah. what that means 
after Kyle, we flash to otherwise known as Tyler. <laughs> oh yeah, but she goes to see Tyler or Kyle. Because, Tyler. I know. I'll just he call is him, Tyler. I'll just call him Tyler because do not call him Kyle. She she wants a cat scan to check her head because she thinks she's losing it because. She's worried that she hallucinated the whole thing because there's a hole and she's like, is there a bullet in me? Because she goes, if you give me a CAT scan, if there's a bullet in me, is that going to ruin it? And he's like, whoa, whoa, you're probably just in shock. So he checks her out to help also, her Also, if there was a bullet in you, I, I think you'd be bleeding out. Yeah, you would know it. Exactly. Exactly. But she's, that's it. She's freaked out. She thinks, she says she thinks she has a concussion. So the next scene is the next day and Sheriff Valenti tells Max that she's got a present for him in the drunk tank. And then we see Michael, what's his name? Garen. Michael Garen. He's so cute. He's cute. And they like cue this like intense rock music. I'm a man. What's the actor's name? Um, um hold on. <laughs> both were just like oh, hold on I think interesting um, his name is Michael Vlamis that sounds Russian that sounds Russian I think he is he looks Russian he does look Russian his nose definitely yeah so very cute in the so he's in the drunk tank and then we see him like focusing oh look at that she just showed us pictures (laughs) Um, so we see him focusing with his mind and then everything starts shaking and then the keys float up in the air and then right at that moment max walks in and he goes what are you doing and then it all stops and he goes ah i disabled the cameras it's fine and then when we were watching it tyra you said like if i had telekinesis I, you could just do anything and like <laughs> or something that's what, what it, i said that's what you said sorry that, yeah that's what i said but what I got the other, here we go again with them not explaining people's powers yeah and the limit and the limit that their powers have like if you can move things with your mind i'm sorry you would be taking over the world (laughs) but but they don't want to like i get the because they don't want to get dissected and and taken away and hauled off like that's the whole point that they hide everything is because it's all it's just in these types of shows it's so funny because it's always like the supernatural entities like hide from like the humans because the humans could like expose them and mm-hmm. take advantage of them and I'm like what can a little human really <laughs> do against something that's super <laughs> like against you yeah. like 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 an example comes to mind is like Harry Potter. What stops the wizarding world from taking over all of the muggles? Literally well, nothing. They like, just their moral like, code. Because in the yeah, um, strange beast, nothing else. That's what they try. There's that like there's the two groups, and that one group is trying to take over everything. So I and that's why I'm like I think in a real like world situation though, the people who had the supernatural powers would just be in power. Like I just think that's what yeah. would happen. I can see that. But it depends on, like, if they all were, like, Superman. Like, if they had no weaknesses besides Kryptonite. But in this show, they don't make them all powerful. We can see that Michael's 
struggling even picking up a you know like some keys and max heals someone but then he like loses he's like you know like it takes a lot out of him and so because if they were just all powerful then there wouldn't be a story then they would be just like you said Faye. they could just like do anything and they and if they didn't have any weaknesses i just think because there's a potential for that to happen they should explain why they are in hiding that's true and i can yeah i completely agree with that they did again i really love the original because they um max explains that he goes you can't tell anyone because if you tell anyone we don't want to get taken away from our families and taken away by a government agency and then dissected and tested he like straight up says it but then at the end the very end of this original or or the reboot he says oh we want to keep in hiding because we don't know what would happen but that's it there's not like a Uh a better explanation yes completely i I like things to be explained yeah no i completely agree okay or just because then if it's if you can make it believable it's just better yeah it has to be especially when you're setting up a world kind of like what you were talking about earlier Faye give us all the cards because we're brand new this if if it's a movie or if it's a pilot like we're babies in this world so explain it to us as we're going yeah or like or or just show things that will that would indicate that will yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like I don't know I think Stranger Things does a really good job Oh, so good. Makes sense, but I'm also like wanting to learn more. Like just achieving that balance, I think. And while pulling you in, I think it kind of it didn't really pull us in. I would agree. Like I yeah. I think that they spent a lot of time setting up the political aspects of it, but not as much time explaining their powers which i mean it doesn't take that much to explain like hey my dad is undocumented and we live in a border town like i i'm already gonna know your issues i'm gonna know them but yeah aliens i'm not gonna know anything about that like what time you need more explanation (laughs) i need need to set it up that's so that's so true Faye. I don't know. It's just more comfortable for someone who's watching it because then, then you can just you can uh, what is it like suspend disbelief or what? Or what Suspension of belief. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be believable and it has to be logical. So if this was real, how would it work? And it's like you're not giving us all of that information, so therefore I can't believe it very well. Yeah. You're or, or you're giving us information that like is just not very helpful. Yeah, it's not the complete... It's not everything that we need to know. Yeah. Like, they spent so much time on those, like, scenes that, like, that, like, one-shot scene of, like, them, like, staring at each other in their eyes. Like, they could have, like, <laughs> got, they could have, like, talked and, like, maybe explained some stuff. Or, do, or done yeah. some more creative shots than just, yeah, yeah, like, the exactly. over-the-shoulder, they're yeah, yeah, facing yeah. each other. They yeah. could have used... More dynamic with the camera. With that's so true. I mean, I always look at it from like a film perspective. No, yeah, and you should pay attention to those types of things because it's Um, they're using all the same things. So maze, they're they're only using part of their (laughs) tools, I guess. Yeah. Because then I'm drawn back to shows like pilot episodes. You know, you you never really know it. TV shows like sometimes pilot episodes suck, but then like that's true. 
gets better. Mm-hmm. So, but it shouldn't suck if it's the pilot. Yeah. No, exactly. Because, because that's, that's what like they're the using. Crucial episode. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what they should get the best director mm-hmm. and the best like cinematographer and lighting yeah. crew because yeah. to show that this show is like you know or just good storytelling. Yeah. Like I think about or just setting things up to where you're like interested. Yeah, like something simple that comes to my mind that they could have done. They could have done some like great shots of like a starry sky and then just and then have like Max and Isabel like and Michael like looking up because then it could have been like, oh, I don't know where I'm from. I don't have that information. I'm not really supposed to be here. Like what's going on up there? You know, like they and that that doesn't cost that much. You just shoot on like at nighttime. And so yeah, there it's was also, yeah. There was definitely a little bit of lack of cinematography. I would have yeah, I would definitely have to agree. There was not Or just like creativity within how they could film it. And yeah. I feel like it's like it felt like a soap, like a soapy show where it it's did. like it's it's very much about the drama and like, oh, this person's uh, this, this, this. And like when you're gonna have like supernatural entities alien sci-fi type of thing I want it to be set up I want it to be explained Uh and I want it to make make sense yeah exactly I completely I don't want it to just be be used I just don't want it to be used in the show as like a subplot that's what it felt like yeah it felt like 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 the yeah like Liz and um, Max. Max's like romance was like almost like the main plot and like the aliens and everything was just kind of like you know yeah, the majority of them like you know? staring at each other yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, I could have done with some much. less eye contact scenes and a little bit more explanation like we drink nail exactly. polish because yeah. it something something with our cells and blah 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 yeah or like a shot where they're <sighs> like, like something they're in, they're in like a lab or and they're like this is where we all hang out and we test certain things on our bodies to see how we like react you know yeah react to them or so, something where you wouldn't have to be like I drink nail polish cause duh, 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 but like this like makes sense it, like, yeah I see what you're saying so it could show them like with all these household products and then like a check mark or something which later I will have to say because I've watched the whole show later they do that but if they were already planning on doing it later use some shots like Michael has this whole underground lab with like parts of their ship and he's he's like a genius but he's hiding it because he just focuses all the time on how to get back to where his his planet but you don't see any of that in this and it's kind of a shame because all you honestly like a minute or like 35 seconds would have been like oh they've taken the time to figure this out which is why they know things like nail polish remover and stuff yeah exactly anywho um all right well we went incredibly long talking about this episode but probably because this is the first time we've done this so we didn't really know what we were doing so i'm gonna make it short the rest of the episode max tells liz that he's an alien because she's like i know you healed me i need some answers and what's up with this glowing handprint call back to the original and kyle starts asking questions of his own and then they set up the villain which is master sergeant mains which is actually alex's dad so there are some interesting things that happen in that but i'm gonna cut this to the the relationship between Michael and Alex, because that's something that 
all of us really, really liked. Next Alex. scene, we meet Alex, otherwise known as Caleb. So he, this actor was best known for his role in Pretty Little Liars as Caleb. And Caleb and Tyler. Tyler Blackburn. Okay. Is just, wow. You guys are, yeah, you'll love this. The actor's name is Tyler. Like, <laughs> Tyler Blackburn. <laughs> This guy, so good. yeah, it's the best thing. His name is Tyler. It's Lockett. so good. It's just, it's, it's just so good. similar to Tyler <laughs> Lockwood. I like Tyler's man. It's just great. Yeah. Okay, so then we see Mike. Okay, so we see Michael and Alex, but we're gonna call him Caleb because that's how we know him. And Michael, not Michael. Caleb is this like military man and he's with this group of other military men and they go to Michael's little, you know, like Airstream trailer and they're like, sorry, the air, the air force or whatever bought this land. So you're going to have to vacate Uh in a couple of weeks. And he's like, what? And um, then you can tell that Alex and Michael have a history or they know each other. There's, yeah. It's just, it's a little too tense for just. Yeah, it's, like, it's very tense. Mm-hmm. You just kind of feel like the. Yeah, he's like, what are you like, doing? He's like, oh, I'm having a lot of casual sex. Casual what are you doing? <laughs> you're like, why would you say that? <laughs> like, you say that because you want to make somebody jealous. Like, <laughs> I was like, wow. They this definitely have something. Like, I'm going to tell you. I kind of felt their chemistry oh more than Max and Liz. Oh, 100%. No, same. I yeah. like them as a couple. Like I could feel their chemistry way more than I could feel Max and Liz's. I don't know. Yeah, them are just very like it's very like drawn in. Like it, like from the very beginning. Well, you know that that's who she's gonna end up with. Yeah, and so it's just yeah. more. You know, and they like they make it like they cue the music and they cue looking at each other, but like. Michael and Alex, they don't say anything romantic to each other. They're kind of like fighting. He's like, like you can feel like the chemistry. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing? Illegal things? Are you? And he's like, "Mm, I'm doing this and living my life. What are you doing, military man? And it's just like, you're like, oh, you know. Oh my gosh, (laughs) Faye just stuck her tongue out in a suggestive manner for those that are listening. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I loved. I thought every scene that they were in, I was like, I want more of this. Yes. <laughs> I want I like, more. I was shipping. But yeah. I was like, I, I I was really, like go really Caleb, wanted. Caleb. I was like, Caleb's just like looking for Hannah. He's like, where is she? Oh, well, I guess I'm gay now. He's such a good actor. Like, uh, I felt him so much just because he was so like, you could tell he, he was. Actually, I'm pretty sure he's actually gay in real life, isn't he? Oh, is he? That means he's not, even though I'm happily married, when I find out that a really handsome man is gay, I'm like, even if my husband dies or we break up, that man will never be interested in me because I'm a woman and it like hurts my heart just a little bit. I'm like, doesn't that make him even more attractive? Cause he's just never going to be an option. <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh no! Sorry, sorry, sorry. He's not gay. He's bisexual. It's oh, all right. Everything's okay. So, so chance, Megan. my competition is everybody, not just <laughs> other women. Yeah. So I feel like your chances might have gone down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely went down. Definitely. There are some men that are very handsome that I could not compete with. <laughs> So then, was probably like my favorite scene in the whole pilot. Oh my god! <laughs> Alex.
Alex, or sorry, yes. Caleb. <laughs> my favorite scene also. So Caleb and Michael, they like see each other and it's awkward. And then you they're find like out. A, they're like in a weird room. It like, it's like glowing. Yeah. Well, before that, Michael kind of gives him the cold shoulder and he immediately puts his arm around like another woman. And then you're like, all right, dude's sexually fluid. Noted. And then like, but then he like, Michael seeks him out and then they get to the room and it's like this secluded room and it's like behind the stage or something and I don't even know what they say because I couldn't find it on the dialogue transcript but they say something like um I don't I don't know what they say but anyways they end up making out and we were all cheering them on we were like do it do it do it (laughs) it was so satisfying like it was pretty great man I have to say their chemistry is just so good it's really good like even from like the very beginning like I was like wow yeah and they're not like it's not like a trope of you know it's like gay men it's not like a feminine like he's he's like in the army he's like a tough guy and michael's like this rebel without a cause just like lives in an airstream trailer does weird experiments which i like the fact that they're not those like stereotypical feminine gay guys you know yeah it's always that Mm -hmm. like one of them is always like the feminine one and then the Mm -hmm. other one's always like you know like the brooding like muscular one or whatever yeah but it's very much like different than that which is one part that i actually did like a lot that i, I did i really liked their gender and sexuality are separate things that too yeah 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 oh i just love them i want uh they're my favorite even i've watched the whole show and i still like them the best <laughs> okay so that was cute when they made out and then we cut back to Max and Liz, which is kind of like annoying at this point. Because like I wanted I wanted I wanted more of like Maria DeLuca. Like she has such a big story in the rest of the show, and they don't show it in the pilot. For example, what would make her story more compelling in the pilot, and all it would have taken was like two sentences. She has a mom like that's uh, mentally ill. Uh-huh. And her mom's delusions have to do with being abducted by aliens. And that is incredibly that intriguing. Cool. That would have been cool if that was in that. I know. It would have made me think, like, I have to keep watching because yeah. I need to know. I really like her character. And I wish they made, they, like, they did more of her character in the pilot. Yeah. Okay, and instead of editing the rest of the 40 minutes that we had, I'm just going to briefly summarize it for you. Okay, we really liked Maria's character. We thought it was great that she wasn't a trope, so not the typical sassy black best friend. So they made her very unique and an individual, and it was not a character I'd seen depicted before, and that was really cool. Tyra thought she was a firecracker, and Faye really liked her spunk and her style. I did wish that they had focus more on her mom because I've seen the whole show and we you find out that her mother has a mental illness and she believes she was abducted by aliens so honestly if they had included that in the pilot I would have been much more intrigued and all it would have taken was like one sentence like oh your mom still thinks she was taken by aliens (sighs) yeah unfortunately and I would have been very intrigued So closing thoughts we could have done with less romance and more aliens. This is a show about aliens. Give us some 
alien stuff. We could have done with more explanation about their powers or why they drink vanopause remover. Even in the end, when Max was explaining it to her, they're still... I I wanted more. I wanted less eye contact, and, and the girls agreed. They wanted more um, about the aliens, since this is an alien show. So here's the overall score for the pilot. Now, this is a score for the pilot specifically, not the whole show, because I have to say, personally, I really like this show, and I thought the story line and everything got much better as it continued but here's the here is the score specifically for the pilot because that's what we're focusing on so for the pilot the storyline i'll give three stars just because all the reasons i said before now the performance i give a 4.5 because they all played their characters extremely well i was never distracted by their acting they all had chemistry it was it was very well done casting i'll give four stars they they really diversified the cast i mean there's three main characters that are white but they did change some of the original characters to make it diverse and that was really, really great to see. And so I do like the characters. I really, really liked the casting. I thought it was really, really well done. I'm really glad that Michael, I'm really glad that the actor that played Tyler on Vampire Diaries actually gets to have a Hispanic mom in this show. So good for him. And production design, I'm going to give it a three stars. I'm so sorry. I did. There was some very good stuff. The nostalgia of the diner was good. Her outfit was good. It was it was a nice callback. There were some good things in there. The alien pods were good. The handprint was good. But me and the girls agreed that there was just a lack of cinematography. And we're not asking for, you know, Oscar worthy stuff here, but just a little bit, a little bit more, maybe more shots of the stars, maybe just a little bit more. Um, in the cinematography some different angles would have been really nice some rolling shots but hey i know that a pilot is a pilot but that is our overall score for the first episode of roswell new mexico so our next episode we are going to have a follow-up with this and we're going to talk about aliens and area 51 because it's not only a part of fascination in entertainment but fascination in pop culture and especially in the american culture we've had more sightings than i think oh am i am i not saying this without researching it <laughs> from what i understand we've had more sightings than any other country in the world or are we the only ones that are just no holds barred with how we feel about things like i saw it i saw it <laughs> maybe other countries are like eh, i'm not gonna say anything because people might think i'm crazy and you know what there's some wisdom to that so <laughs> i hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next time on folklore friday Hi there, 
I always leave a little something at the end of every episode to those few great listeners that listen all the way to the end. So here I have a clip of our original attempt at our first episode, which is where Tyra Faye and I all watched Roswell together through FaceTime and I recorded it. But then after listening to it, I realized how um, kind of boring it was. But I did want to add in here the moments in the show where we were completely cheering on Michael and Alex and listen to the part you'll hear. You'll know the moment that Michael and Alex kiss because you hear all of us go. (gasps) Yeah, so (laughs) we were pretty excited and we we were pretty excited about those two characters. So I hope you enjoy. Are you guys watching what's happening between these two? There's a lot of, there's a lot of, oh, wow, what's going on right here, man. Oh, oh my God. Oh, wow. You get it. You trying to hold my hand private? Bro, let's Trying to hold your private private. <laughs> Sorry. Leg out, leg out, leg out. Oh, it was just hanging there, just ready. Nice. Um, hey, love, be killing it with the gay energy over here. Oh, I, I like these two a lot. You make out. We're not kids anymore. Okay, cool. Like, meaning. It's get it. I want. I mean, it doesn't matter. Oh, that's. What are you talking about? 